And we are back live here at Voice America California Women's Conference with the most amazing, beautiful woman, Sharon Lecter, here. How lucky am I once again to interview another beautiful, amazing being. Thank you. So how are you doing today, and how was this, the engagement out there with the oh, women? Fantastic. Love it. Love it. There were a few men in the audience, too, so I love the men, too. <laughs> you, when I read your bio and everything that you're doing, I was like, I can't even remember all the information. So first of all, I just want to say thank you. Yeah. And I'm so, so impressed with everything that you've put together in the world. Financial, literacy, literacy children's books, like um, The Secret, you know, Jack Canfield, Chicken Soup for this. <laughs> I mean, this every, you're everywhere and you're doing so many things. So like what inspires you now? What keeps you going? Well, my passion, you know, we talk about passion is do what you love and love what you do. And I share that my passion actually came from anger. And ah. my oldest son back in 1992 got into credit card debt when he went to college. And I was pretty mad at him, but I was more angry with myself. And I realized that we weren't teaching our kids about money in school. Mm. So that passion from December of 1992 is as strong today as it was back then. And it really is. I, it, that's when I dedicated the rest of my career to financial literacy, financial education, yeah. and helping people find the financial well-being to create a life of sustenance for generations so it is so so important Sharon thank you so much because like the 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 whole the world in credit card debt and I have a lot of clients in my business that they're just amazing beings that can't get going mm -hmm. because of what this money thing is that they keep debting themselves with and yeah. like can you speak a little bit to that like what have you found like your top three reasons let's say why well, we're, we're in so much financial mess sure well when it comes to money you're either a master of your money or a slave to it right. and unfortunately there are way too many slaves mm -hmm. and particularly now I think the next economic bu bubble is the amount of college loan debt that's out there the student, oh, yes. students are graduating from college with a mortgage but no house, you know, <laughs> that is, and oh, it's, it's very wow. scary. Yeah. And people don't understand the difference between good debt and bad debt. I'm yeah. all about leverage and using good debt where you're creating and buying assets. And that's the one thing that people don't really understand. They, what's my salary? What's right. my salary? Well, it's not really what you make. It's what you keep mm. that creates wealth yeah. and buying, building or creating assets is what you have to do to become financially secure. The wealthiest people in the world all have assets. Mm -hmm. And we're not teaching our kids about assets. And we're not teaching ourselves as adults. So we all, again, what's our salary? No. How much of your salary are you keeping and right. reinvesting in assets? And that's the one thing that I think could really change people's attitudes. Every dollar that comes into your hand, you have a choice. Right. The choice you have is, am I going to blow it? Or am I going to use this to invest in my future? I love that. Buy, build, create not blow it. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that, those are like the, the, the simplest way you can yeah. simplify the money situation. Buy, build, create, don't my blow it. My favorite word on earth, I, said, I just said it on stage, assets. It's the sexiest word on earth. Uh -huh. Assets are sexy. Ooh, that's a great tagline. So hashtag Sharon Lecter, assets, assets are sexy. sexy. You bet. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. <laughs> and so if someone is struggling out there right now with money, which there are so many people, but like right now, what would you suggest that they do for themselves to empower them into that building, creating, 
keeping and managing versus blowing it. Well, you are not alone. Mm -hmm. um, I have a free gift. You go to SharonLector.com forward slash gift. Awesome. Um, I have a book on money that I'd be happy for anyone to, to go to and, and download it. It's, it's a real book. It's called The Money Bible. It's called You and Your Money, and it's about 200 pages long. Wow. And it talks about, about exactly that question, how to have a, that financial talk with your kids, how, how to have a financial talk with your partner, wow. um, how to stop getting yourself and a lot of people use the word budget and I don't actually like that because I think it's negative yeah I go instead of creating a budget create a spending plan we all like to spend right, right. so create a spending it's sexier plan. yeah exactly and in the book I have a, a range where you can kind of look and see how you've been spending your money and compare it to the national average and it's a very good way quickly to identify where you might be out of sync wow. where you can start concentrating right away to do that and again look at what you're spending your money on Mm -hmm. You know, what, what small tweaks can you make right. to make a big difference to the bottom line? Wow. That it, small tweaks. And in a couple of the interviewers before you were all talking about like that one step that you can make. Mm -hmm. And you just gave people just a, one, two, three, four, five steps that they can take well, right now. Look at that bad debt and make sure, you know, start when you, if you are still an employee, mm -hmm. next time you get a raise, mm -hmm. instead of buying a bigger house or spending it on something, use that increase to pay off your bad debt. Right. Just assign it to that bad debt so you get yourself to the point where you have a little bit more freedom and you become a master of your money, not a slave to it. Oh, I love that. So if someone doesn't even know what bad debt is, what would you tell them your top three or four or five things that, that bad debt is? Well, when you look at your debt, a lot of us have it. I have a lot of debt, but it's all good debt. Um, I pay off my credit cards every month. I don't have credit card interest and I don't have um, loans for my cars. Okay. I don't have loans for big screen TVs or furniture. Okay. All right. So those are the, and certainly stay away from title loans and payday loans. Those just kill you. They absolutely kill you. And so look at all your liabilities and say, is this positive? You know, if I have a mortgage on a rental property and my renter is paying me more income than my mortgage, that's good debt. Correct. Right. So identify good, bad, and then start looking at that bad debt. And if you have a lot of credit cards, a lot of people say, well, pay off the highest interest rate first. Well, I say, first off, which is the one that's got the lowest balance? Mm -hmm. Pay that one off first because yeah. that gives you that self-confidence. It gives Very you the good. opportunity to feel good about what you've yeah. done. And then you start looking at the one that's got the highest interest rate. Uh -huh. But give yourself that boost. Have a win. I yeah. talk about little wins. In life, we want a series of little wins creates a big win. Oh, my God. I love that. Series of little wins create the big wins. It's like you're empowering people just through that action mm -hmm. to, to do something that they probably haven't learned how to do. Right. And, and that's just so amazing. And, and what do people, what could you offer to somebody else? You've offered so much already, you know, the, the book, the gift and everything like that. But like if somebody's just like so stuck, even with hearing what's the difference between good debt and bad debt, maybe they just, they've done, you know, debt negotiations, they've gone to workshops, like what, what could maybe for those people that are stuck, what could we give them here? Well, I would recommend, and it's going to sound like a plug, but it really is something that's really changing people's lives. And that's the book Outwitting the Devil, which was written by Napoleon I'm Hill. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I love that title, Outwitting and, the Devil. And so many people are stuck and uh -huh. they, they're depressed. They're down. They don't even yeah. know. They don't know where it's coming they're from. They're getting sick. And Outwitting the Devil really dives into the depth of fear, where it came from. You know, as a, as a child, your parents probably said money doesn't grow on trees. Who do you think we're the Rockefellers? Pinch your pennies. Right. All those 
those comments related to money are negative. Yes. So as a child, you're hearing money negative, money negative, money negative, and all of a sudden, we're afraid we're never going to have enough money, or if we get some, we're afraid we're going to lose it. And so it's all, it's a vicious cycle. And once you start kind of peeling back the layers of the onion, which Outwitting the Devil helps you do, you can release that and start making different choices. I love that. And I know I'm going right out and getting that book because that was the one when I was looking over all the books that you had written, that that was one that was spoke to me the most. I was like, oh, there's something in there for oh, me. Napoleon Hill wrote the original manuscript back in 38 and it was hidden for 73 years. I had the wow. honor honor to bring it out. And it, it helped, so me, it helped me change my life. And it's an incredible and it's particularly fabulous for millennials. It's helped us reinvigorate the teachings of Napoleon Hill in the younger generation. Oh my gosh, that is so amazing. And we just have one minute left for our interview here. And I just want to like, what you've inspired me so much, but one other thing, like what else could we inspire this, this, the people listening out there with around money? Well, I think it's important. There's a lots of, lots of things that we can talk about money, but it really is also um, we talk about work-life balance. Yes. And really, the, I don't believe in that. We have one big life, and our life is our physical life, our, our spiritual life, our financial life. So we have one big life, and all those components work together. Uh-huh. The issue that truly does cause people harm is debt-life balance. Debt-life balance. Because when you are in heavy debt, you have no life. You become a slave to your money. Yeah. So focusing on balancing your debt, getting rid of that bad debt so you can have more freedom and more confidence in your yourself, you become a master of your money. Amazing, Sharon. Build, create, don't blow it. Take a look. Go to www.sharonlector.com and get some information. And assets are sexy. Assets are sexy. 